Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Blankenbaker and Steve Rummage. Welcome back to The Diener Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Drew's down there in Florida. We're here in Kentucky where you can bet on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, and it's bringing you an offer that will help them playoffs even more electrifying. New customers can bet $5 on any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. I don't know if I can lay the, all those points with the Texans uh, you know, and the Ravens. But I, I certainly think the Ravens are going to win the game. I just, I just, it's a lot of points for me. But probably going to, probably am going to roll with the 49ers, See how that goes. But everybody uh, gets a no sweat same game parlay for every single playoff game day. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WHB. New customers can bet just five dollars and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code WHBE. The crown is yours. So if you do have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. You must be eighteen or over and physically present in the state of Kentucky. Bonus bets will expire one hundred sixty-eight hours after they're issued. Opt-in is required. One, no sweat token is issued per eligible day after opt-in. No sweat bonus bets is based on the amount of qualifying losing bet. Eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions do apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Once again, that's promo code WHBE, DraftKings Sportsbook. So, well done, sir. There you go. Thank, well done. Thank, thank you. Also, let me take a moment to give a quick shout out. I went to uh, Triple Crown Dentistry yesterday yes. with Dr. Eric Nunley. How'd that go? It was great. I yeah. got this, this implant finished. Um, so it is, um, I tell people all the time, I say the greatest endorsement I can give them is I hate the dentist. Yeah. And you felt comfortable there. And I have had some of the hardest work you could get done. Really? Yeah. Like I had to have that wisdom tooth pulled the other one taken out. I got the biggest implant you can get put in. Like he said, it's the biggest implant he's ever put in. Wow. Yeah. In wow. mouth. Impressive. Yeah. I was Impressive, say, yeah. Steve. I was like, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't as expensive as my spouse's, but <laughs> it was, uh, but they, uh, but he, I mean, it was such an easy process right. i'm going to get a couple other things done i'm gonna get some veneers kind of wipe my teeth up so it takes wow. one more bullet out of the chamber for kentucky fans on twitter <laughs> <laughs> i'm like yes i have bad teeth i'm under i'm aware of that but man just i cannot give dr eric nunley and triple crown dentistry enough love man look that's all awesome. i hate dentist and you know what Dr. Eric Nunley and me are good friends now. Yeah. Like, well, so we have went beyond. That's how good of a dentist he is. Now, how much of it was standing next to him on the football sideline that make you feel comfortable? Or can the regular customer experience the same type of thing? No. You know what it was? It had nothing to do with Louisville, actually. And he is a massive Louisville supporter. Yeah, massive. It was Disney. It was Disney. We we found our connection. Over Mickey. Yeah, we found our connection over Disney. Next thing you know, we just become great friends. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I've, I go there, too, mm-hmm. and uh, you just, I don't know what it is, but you feel really comfortable there. Yeah. And for anybody who does have that dental anxiety, uh, definitely uh, just go check them out over there at uh, Triple Crown Industry, because I do think that it's it's a little different over there, and they do a good job of kind of making you feel comfortable oh, yeah. and welcome and and uh, not hurried along, you know, no. and stuff like that. So it's it really does um, mm-hmm. make a difference. Yep. So uh, so anyway, we've been we've been talking uh, about last night's basketball game. We're going to talk about football at some point with John Bull at eight thirty. Okay, so we'll have that. Uh, and oh, wait a minute, no, I don't want to talk to Bull. What 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 happened? What happened? I'm not talking to Bull. What happened? 
I, I, the Cowboys thing. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Oh, I don't want to talk to Bull. So you, do you need to like walk around the the block while no. I talk to Bull? No, or? I'm gonna sit here because I like because that'll only be so like much. part of it. Because I also have to talk to him about the fake Emmy story that ESPN put on from last week because right. he's got like a million Emmys. I want to talk to him about the Packers playing the 49ers. We'll talk about this Kenny Payne stuff and football. Okay, and I want to talk about all that. Any sort of investigation that might go No, on. I want to hear all that because like, it's one of my favorite segments of the week because like, I like Bowl. Are you mad because the Packers have won more games in Jerry World than the Cowboys? No, I just knew it was going to happen. So like all last week I was telling people, they're like, Steve, Morgan's like, Steve, you're being a loser. I'm like, no, I've, I've watched this movie like – you the Packers that. are going to beat the Cowboys. You expected that. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that was everybody. Everyone was like, check on Steve. I'm like, Steve expected this. Yeah, I knew they were going to lose. It was like, yeah, no, this is how it's going to happen. So okay. your reaction to them keeping Mike McCarthy? Horrible. Really? Yeah, just horrible. I mean, three twelve and five seasons in a row. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It's the Cowboys. <laughs> what have the Cowboys done? Anything? Well, yeah, but I mean, you win in games all the. I mean, you you okay? Here's the thing. You win in the regular season. All the Cowboys always win in the regular season. It's about finding somebody that can win in the playoffs. There's a reason, right? Not Romo. No. Well, we got Satterfielded. Basically, we are Cincinnati because like Green Bay fans laughed at us when we hired Mike McCarthy, and yes. we're all like, "Whoa, shut up, man! This is a good hire." And it was like, "No, there's a reason." He's an upgrade from Jason Garrett. Is he? I think so. I don't know. I mean, Jason Garrett had the number one seed. So. I think he's bet. I, I mean, I I don't think that Jason Garrett ever put three years in a row like Mike McCarthy just did. I don't know. Jason Garrett had us. I mean, it, when Dez when we beat Green Bay, yeah. when Dez caught the touchdown and then they absolutely stole it from us, yeah, um, that team was going to win the Super Bowl. You think so? Yeah, that was that was Super with Demarco Murray and them. I mean, that was that was Super Bowl winning team, and they won. And then the refs just were like, no, we're not going to let you Well, win. I'm sorry you get to keep your good coach. Yeah, well, he's not good. <laughs> he's got one year left on his deal, though, so I think that's what one, they're doing. Him and Dak both. And then next year we can ship both of them out the door. Read a couple texts here from the text line that we did not get to in the in the last hour. Um, we need to get John Bowl to do an investigation and get to the bottom of this tiny Tim fraud. And I agree. Um, t- John Bowl, get on the case of tiny Tim. Yeah. Um, Let's see. You guys like may want to ask all the Indiana fans how fun it is chasing the next hot coach for the last 20 years. I'm sure they'll tell you that the grass isn't always greener. I'd like some green grass. <laughs> I'm not saying it's grass in general. Like grass in general. <laughs> like right now we're in the Mojave. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we, we were playing North Carolina last night. Number four, North Carolina, last night at North Carolina. One of the sexiest aesthetically matchups you can have. Louisville wearing their red, North Carolina. Oh, you know, I mean, no. it, you can't ask for better than that. It was beautiful. And I, I turned the game off at half. I went in the bedroom. We got everything ready. I laid fired down. Up on the phone. I fired it up on my YouTube TV on the phone. About two, three minutes into second half, laid there. Was well, starting to go well. Kind of dozed. It's like, oh, man, no, they're playing well. And they went back. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and they let go of the rope again. And now I went to bed. Texter says these are going to be the longest two months of our lives. I don't know. Are you going to go to Disney World? Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to find a way. Listen, unfortunately, and this is part of the reason why I do give some credit or credence to the, 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 the problem with Louisville being broken, is this does surpass Kenny Payne a little bit, like the statement I'm about to make, but like... The tournament is the 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 sting isn't there anymore. Mm. No, no, no. And and uh, you're you're right. Like once I knew for sure mm-hmm. that Kenny Payne was going to be brought back for a second year, mm-hmm. and I understand why an athletic director would do this. Tom George said he would never fire anybody uh, before three years mm-hmm. was completed. Like he that was like his thing. Like that's why we had to endure the third year of Steve Craigthorpe because he just wouldn't fire anybody. Yeah, and. But I don't think Josh Hurd's going to do that um, here. But once that happened, once he was bringing him back for a year or two, mm-hmm. I booked a nine-day trip to Hawaii in the middle of the NCAA tournament <laughs> yeah. uh, because I don't need to be – I don't I don't need to hold up my family and book like a last-minute spring break trip to know that we're going to miss sure. the tournament. I can go ahead and book now, save money on our spring break You know, with that early booking offers that they offer you like mm-hmm. a year out. So it was April. He was coming back, and I was like – 
We're, we're going to Hawaii next next. Th- so it's going to be great. I'm going to wake up. The tournament's already going to be on because I'll be in Maui. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Well, yeah. So I'll say just, I mean, ever since, I mean, when they took Damian Lee in that team, I, I felt like my stomach was ripped out. Oh, God. Like, that was a good team. Now, I have I mean, after, you know, I mean, we, it was an NIT year. Then, you know, you may, you lose in the very first game of the tournament, you know, against Minnesota. Then COVID happens. Then you're back in the NIT. You know, you're back in the NIT. Well, we didn't accept the NIT, but we missed the tournament. Yep. Then you're, you don't make anything. You don't make anything. It's like now I'm just like. Right. And they were a game away in 21. I mean, you know, really like the, the, the sucky thing is, is that Max best, best season was the year that COVID happened. You know they oh, were yeah. they were about to go play that Syracuse team. They had the double bye. They mm-hmm. were going to be in the semifinals because yeah. they were going to beat that hapless Syracuse team. I oh, think yeah. it felt really good uh, going into that game. They were going to be probably a three seed, probably somewhere in there, mm, yeah. three or four, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and it depends on what happens in the ACC tournament. Yeah. Obviously, you don't exactly know, but uh, I, you know, and then next the following year. They missed it by like they well, had some game. They had some games get canceled. Thirteen games get canceled. It was like twelve, thirteen games got right. canceled. But it was they insane. had some winnable games. Yes. that would have mattered. Oh yeah, and helped them get into the tournament. That team was a tournament team. Like they were a tournament. Team. And they got they lost to Duke in the yeah. ACC uh, ACC uh, tournament. And uh, really, Mark Williams went off and. And it, we we played most of that year without Malik Malik Williams and stuff like that. And then, but next, the following year was a, an utter disaster, thirteen yeah. nineteen, and that's an utter disaster. And what we're seeing now is worse than even that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the Hindenburg. Well, yeah, because I mean that year, you know, Mac was suspended at the beginning. Then you he comes back. Things are not good. You're like, okay, something weird's going on here. Now Pegues is finishing the year out. Like that year was just mm-hmm. wacky. So it's like. And of course, of course, Jalen Withers last night. <laughs> Jalen Withers. We could all see this coming, right? That Jalen Withers, the Roger Dorn of last year. Do you know who Roger Dorn is? I don't. Oh, wow. Really? You no, never seen the movie so. Major League? Oh, I have, yeah. Who, which one is he? I Roger Dorn's the shortstop who he won't do any calisthenic, any calisthenics he doesn't think are necessary. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, okay. he olays all the balls because he doesn't want to get anything hit yes. on his body. He wouldn't do anything gritty in his whole life. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. T- you know, that was Jalen Withers last year. He wouldn't rebound. He'd hang out on the perimeter. He's six foot eight, power forward. Sorry to play footsie with you. Yeah, his I was team. like, I was like, is but that a new beam a they it's put a, there? It's a foot. It's a foot. Okay. I'm relaxed. But so anyway, he's gonna have a blast with this show. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, well he always does. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want the foot or the fist? <laughs> <laughs> Jalen went for double double last night. Yeah, Jalen was five of six, fifteen and ten. Uh, had one only a single turnover. And a steal in 24 minutes. But without poo-pooing on the kid, like, it was such a Jalen Withers 15 and 10, though. It was was plus 24. It was like... Plus 24. Led North Carolina in plus minus. I know, but, I mean, Jalen just... It was like, man, he he flipped it up and went in. You know, he did this and went in. Like, nothing really... He didn't really have... And he had one where he went up and under and couldn't quite dunk it. You know, like, it was like, God, that is so Jalen Withers. I'm like, we've watched him have games like that at Louisville. Like, yeah. where you're like, yeah, what did he have? Oh, well, Jalen had 18 and 12. Well, he sucked. <laughs> and you're like, how did he get that? Yeah, it's like, yeah, whatever. Good yeah. for you, Jalen. Well, I mean, everybody was seen. How, how like could him, he though. do? How could he play like that though? When he comes from a bad family and he, you know, he's he's just not. Well, he, he had games like players. that last year. I mean, he had games with the same stat lines last year. But, like, but of course he's going to do it against us. Well, yeah. Of I mean, course it's going to be against Louisville. And so, you know, that's the thing. It's like it's like over and over and over again. We just keep getting reminded of and, – and Withers is playing like 14 minutes a game. Last night he played four, 24. Yeah. He was on one. You know, um, Hubert Davis kept him in there rolling because he was playing well. Yeah. No, but he, 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 he was. typically is not playing that well. And But, of course, against Louisville, mm-hmm. a guy that everybody on this roster ought to know how to defend, how to guard, whatever, 15 to 10. Well, I don't know that everybody on the roster. I mean, what we've only got well, only Hatfield ought to, and Mike Haynes. Only and, two guys on the team that played with him last year. Yeah, right? that's true. <laughs> 
Well, Holden our coaching Dean. staff on the coaching staff. I mean, now that that <laughs> I will listen to that argument. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah. So well, good for that. What good a for world, him. What a world that we live in, and it's always somebody like that. I know. Oh yeah. What Chase called it exactly right. Fifteen and ten. I think I was off the air. I think, but yeah, Monday I I said he's going to get fifteen and ten, <laughs> and he had the worst turnover ever, one that we've all seen him do in a Louisville jersey, and then after that he played fantastic. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It, like. It is ridiculous, and this is where we are. And Kenny Payne, he thinks that last year didn't count, and that this year is year one. Yeah, and and he's but he still went and got Karan Davis and Danilo and Fabio the year. You know, he he had so many opportunities to do more than that. So I don't think anybody is no. expecting that. And 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 I also, you know, when I think about the morale in the athletic department, because you talk about how everything's working yeah everything's working except for men's basketball yeah what does that do in the morale of your administration if you do bring kenny back for year three I'm, he's not going to mm-hmm. okay but like let's just say josh heard was like it's too expensive i don't have the finances you say that so matter of factly i don't i don't know man what that he's not coming you, back? You, just, you say that he's not matter of factly he, like. he is not coming back Okay, but if he did, yeah. what does that do for the morale inside the building? Uh, of all the people that work like with basketball sure. or or basketball adjacent, trying like marketing or ticketing or sweet sales or like it's it, yeah. everybody. Uh, well, you know, I mean, gets yeah, their legs cut out. Well, because nobody likes. To, I mean, it it it's, it makes everybody's job over there tougher, especially when they see. Man, I mean, you imagine what, you know, football's been kind of the attitude towards football's kind of been meh for the last few years, and now they see it, and it's like, my God. Yeah. Oh, so much easier to just put on promotions, and every time you do a promotion, people aren't like, oh, it's stupid. You know, like, well, we're doing this. We want to do that. You know, like, they're just like, man, anything they did in football this year, people were like, yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't care. Even if I think it's stupid, I'm in. Yeah, the glow game. Yeah, like that you know, never. That we're we're going to wear seat. nothing ever glowed on, but we're going to wear seat. Turn the lights out. Yeah. I know. And nobody, and, but, that glow. and nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody threw a fit. No, we everybody won the was game. like, we're, we're winning yeah. another ball game. <laughs> Jeff Brom's amazing. Yeah, it's like, whatever. Hey, we're going to do a clear t shirt game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just throwing that idea out there. Texter says, talk football, <laughs> damn it. And I'm like, yeah, we we're going to talk football for the last hour. <laughs> yeah. for, from 9 o'clock Give to 10, <laughs> after we talk to John Bull, we're going to talk football for the rest of the show. But, uh, you know, and then there were some people asking, you know, well, if, if we can do all this with football, why can't we do this with basketball in terms of NIL and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, we will. Yeah. You got to get a coach that embraces the plan and sure. understands what it is and goes after people and doesn't make excuses. You don't, you don't, you know, there's a saying, you know, you don't throw good money after bad. Uh-huh. And, and right now, what investor, like if you're a NIL quote unquote investor support or whatever, right now, what are you, how are you going to line up anything? There's a reason why we don't have a single signee in the November signing class. And, yeah. and that's the other thing Like Kenny Payne keeps talking about, uh, this is, you know, next year or whatever, man, you don't have anything coming in for next year. There's nope. nothing. No, I mean, I mean, you're, you're, you're betting the house on Carter Knox. <laughs> it's like, do you, I mean, do you, anybody on planet Earth expect him to come to Louisville? I mean, you know, so no, yeah. I mean, it's and, and it wouldn't matter if he did. Well, imagine being the investor that put all the money into Trenton Flowers, right? And we know a few of them. Yeah, I know. That's right? what I'm saying. Right, and, and then it was like, well. and, and the way that was set up, you know, Louisville pays our collective pays monthly, okay, mm-hmm. but Trenton Flowers was given a signing bonus. Mm-hmm that was greater than his monthly installment so he got a chunk and you know it'd be nice if they paid their bills while they were in town too uh, but <laughs> i know uh, just absolute bums uh but uh but no but like you know they, they took some money never played whatever um and felt no no problem with it all yeah. you know so so whatever you know that you're gonna get burned like that sometimes but but if you're an investor that gets burned and then you're coming out and you've got 10 wins in two years mm-hmm. sorry like, i'm not giving the, you the, yeah, the, i'm not forking out a big chunk for some kid pockets closed and yep. and so why would the like who's giving mm-hmm. to a collective in significant portions that's helping out basketball right now that's earmarking for nobody 
Yeah. Because nobody believes in the product, nobody believes in the coach. It's not working, so you don't you don't chase good money after bad, and that's what it is. So you just you just move on. And when you get a new coach in here, I promise you, the NIL is going. The faucet will be immediately turned back on. You said new coach. Let me ask you a question. Let me just throw it out there because we we we've talked about him before in the office and stuff. But uh, Rick had two top twenty five wins this week. Richard's playing good. Like I mean, are, are we, nice. how, what do you think? What do you think the vibe is from people? I think there's a about him. a segment of our fan base that hasn't returned from Rick that would return if Richard was there. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why we should care about those particular individuals is because they have cash. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that if it's not for that that Richard gets the job, but he's an interesting candidate. Uh, I think he's a good coach. I think he uh, is having a really nice year. I think he'd leave New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, I think we're looking for something a little bit more high profile, to be honest. I think we're if, – if I was to bet today, I think everybody knows that I want Chris Beard, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but I, if I was to bet today, I'd bet that Scott Drew is our coach. Really? Next year. Really? If I was to bet right now. Uh, for a variety of reasons. Well, you heard but, it here first. But Mark Blankenbaker. No, no, I mean, I don't know anything. Get on I mean, the boards. Get inside, on the boards right now. Inside information. Mark Blankenbaker saying Scott Drew. That's who I would. I mean, I'm just logically thinking no, I in know. my brain. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that would be, I mean, that would be more high profile. Obviously, he's a national champion. Yeah. You know, he's got a five-star committed right now. He's won at a big level. Of, I'm just going, I guess I'm thinking, what if that is no? And I do get into that next tier of where you do have Jerome Tang and you do have Richard Patino and you have mm-hmm. those guys like I, I, I just I think Richard when he gets a good because I, I I don't hold Minnesota against him no you, I mean everybody gets I mean fired and, and I mean they were not bad they were in the tournament a few times us. yeah I mean but I mean they everybody gets fired at Minnesota yeah like you take that job knowing. You're going to make some money. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in the Big Ten, and you're going to get fired. And New Mexico's really good this year. They're good. I mean, and, he, and New Mexico is a place where you can go and win in that league, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of things with the pit and stuff like that. Like it's, mm-hmm. but it's New Mexico. You know, it's yeah, it's yeah. tougher. So, but usually it lends itself to West Coast jobs. Yeah. But Rick Richard Patino no, is little... an East Coast guy, so he's going to be looking at East Coast jobs. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know. It's just I, I, again, that's off topic. But I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm curious what people would think about that. I mean, I wouldn't hate it. It's not where I would. Uh, it's not where I would want to go. Okay. You know, it's not where I would want to go. But uh, but I'd be but I would be okay with it. Just like I was okay with Mac. You know, like I was fine yeah. with Mac. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I would have hired Chris Beard then. You know, mm-hmm. like there, I would have hired him there. I would have hired Chris Beard. Uh, you know, but we couldn't have got him when we hired Kenny because he was still at Texas. He hadn't had his thing. Yeah, yet. yeah, he was not an option at that. He was point. not an option. Yeah. He was locked up, and that was his alma mater and all this yeah. other stuff. But you know, it's a, um, it's an interesting thing. It's going to be an interesting exercise. I would love to be like connected to Josh Hurd's phone. You know, over the next couple months, that would be cool to know. Like, yeah. I'd sign an NDA. <laughs> You know, I'd even sit out like I'd I'd be like, take me off the radio for the next six weeks. I just want to listen to Josh Hurd's phone, just so I don't say anything stupid in the next six weeks. I just like I would just listen. No way, Josh. Like the CIA actual phone. He's probably got a coaching burner. (laughs) I don't know why he would. I mean, why he wouldn't? I mean, he can talk on. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not like he's recruiting in the AAU back in the two thousands. If I worked at AT and T or wherever his services through, and I found saw his name, I'd be like, I'm gonna break yeah. the law. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna look at his call records. Like I wish the like the FBI could like tap his phone, and, like yeah. all pertinent conversations record and send to me. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, like I don't need to hear his personal, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but Josh the- just made a call to Mississippi, you know, or whatever. You're like, huh, interesting. <laughs> oh, weird. He's calling Oxford again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, What's yeah. that about? <laughs> Uh, but no, I you know I, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of really interesting candidates out there that would be uh, fun and would inject energy yeah, and, and have urgency uh, and and make the Louisville basketball program proud. So uh, if it's Richard, awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be fine with it. I don't know that I would champion it like I would uh, Scott Drew or Chris Beard or mm-hmm. something like that. But uh, I think I think a lot of people would be okay yeah, with it so. for sure. Uh, you know, go over there to Goomer and Company. You know, f- f- it's Valentine's Day is less than a month away, guys. So this is your this is your uh, notice. 
to go over to Goomer and Company, make your dinner reservations, get shopping for Valentine's Day. The last thing you want to do is be last-minute shopping for Valentine's Day. So get over there to Goomer and Company. Go see our friends over there, Jake Goomer. Uh, and they've been in business since 1971. Two master jewelers on site. They will custom create whatever you have in mind and they helped my dad out um jake did uh with with uh, christmas and my mom and uh ashley's totally dripping with diamonds from <laughs> goomer and company and and you know goomer and company that they, they, they treat you fair yeah. get more bang for your buck and uh it just it just works over there you feel real comfortable it's kind of like triple crown industry you yeah. feel comfortable there's no pressure uh and you tell them your budget they're like okay what are you trying to do this is what we can do. This is what we can come up with that's within your budget, and you can feel comfortable knowing that. So see them over there, uh, over there uh, at, at Goomer and Company. And on the other side, we're going to talk to John Bowl, talk to John, and then we're going to talk football. Let's do it. Man. I promise. I think we're done talking basketball unless John <laughs> Bowl wants to bring it up. So. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that works. All right. On the other side, John Bowl, Mark Blankenbaker, Steve Rummage. We'll be back after this. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Wishing I was deep in the water somewhere. Got the blue sky breeze and it don't seem fair. Only worry in the world is a tide gonna reach my chair. Broadcasting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Blankenbaker and Steve Rummage. Welcome back to The Diener Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7 and 93.9 The Ville. I want to tell everybody about Louisville Family Audiology. Get your hearing checked in the new year, guys. It's something that everybody ought to do. We tell you about going to the dentist, going to the dermatologist, going to uh, really get your eyes checked. Go get your hearing checked, too. Get a baseline for your hearing, and then when you do start to lose your hearing, we'll know about it we'll be, because you'll be going every year, and we'll know exactly where you are. But if you have somebody in your life that's saying, huh, what, a lot, or, you, or if you yourself just aren't hearing, well, it's life changing. You're going to really love what they have for you over there at Louisville Family Audiology. They have the most up to date technology. You don't people don't even realize you're even wearing hearing aids if that's the way you have to go. And I'm telling you, I've I've known several people who have gone over there and they're just blown away by their quality of life changing. Uh, so go over there, feel better, hear better over there at Louisville Family Audiology. So uh, we got John Bowl from Wave Three. John Bowl's with us now, uh, as he is on every Thursday. Man, congratulations on the Packers. I know that start there. Rummage start there. is uh, very upset about it because yeah. we got to talk about the Packers Cowboys. But uh, uh, congratulations, John. Oh, Steve is a Steve is a Cowboys guy. Major, hard, man. Major yeah. Cowboys guy. Yeah, my whole life, man. Did like you, in my family, you didn't have a choice. <laughs> did Did you see it coming, Steve? Yeah, I did. I said it all last week, man. We we I was on with Marcus, and I was like, man, Packers are hot. It matched them up with the Cowboys. I've watched this in the playoffs one too many times. Now I didn't know it was going to go quite like that. But it was like, yeah, Packers are winning this game, man. Yeah, I, I didn't know the Packers were going to win, but I, I said last Thursday here that I thought it was going to be a wild shootout. I thought it would be in the 30s. Um, but I, I was not I – I cannot believe what I'm seeing from the Green Bay Packers. Like, I, you know, when you're a fan of a team and you watch every snap all season long, like, like you know way more even than the yeah. – than the national talking heads or anybody like what's really going on, but so like when you when when I watch Green Bay, like I can still visibly remember as I was watching that demolition last weekend. I, I, I it wasn't that long ago that I was watching, you know, like like scoring zero points against Denver after a bye week to prepare for them in the first half, like l- looking as bad as a football team could look, and then I'm I'm just watching like. Brett Favre 
zinging it through everybody and a defense playing good and running at will. And I, I, like, I can't, I still, people keep asking me all week long now about this next weekend. I'm like, I can't even identify with what is going on with Green Bay. It's, it's so, it's so different from what we watched like half the season. It feels like they've got I'll, – I'll leave it here. It feels like they've got a real shot. Like Marcus – you know, obviously Marcus is a big Lions guy because of Jalen. But it really feels like there's a there's a chance the Lions might host that game against Green it's Bay. possible. In the NFC Championship it's possible. game. possible. Like, that's North. the vibe yeah. that Green Bay gives you right now. I don't know, man. I, I like but, the Niners. I'm sorry, John. I, do too. I, just, I think the Niners are loaded. But you never know. Sometimes the hot hand. Yeah, man. sometimes the hot hand. Yeah, I, it was the biggest got nine and a half. Yep. Yeah. It's a lot of points. Um, I mean, every year, one of the one seeds, mm-hmm. one of the one seeds uh, blows up and doesn't make it. So well, hopefully like, it's not the Ravens. Well, I feel, but that's my thing because I agree with John, but I feel like the Ravens, I feel like this is the year that they're going to make that AFC title game. That's why I'm like, I, I, I'm watching. They got to come out hot. Listen, though. I'm watching that Green Bay San Fran man. D'Amico Ryan's is a good coach, man, and he could. Yeah, those Texans, they are playing really good football. I don't know. I think we're we're buckled up for a really great weekend of football, John Bo. But where are you in the world? Are you still in Wisconsin? Is or are you back home now? No, I, I, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm on the news and uh, and working. And yeah, I'm here. So you've been doing some ice fishing? Did I see that you were up there? Doing some ice fishing? No, I'm not doing any ice fishing. I am going to go ice fishing. I'm going to go home here in about a month and uh, take the grandkids ice fishing because there was no ice because of global warming. There was no ice when I was home for Christmas. Ah, I see. Okay. But there is ice now. (laughs) Now that it's like super cold. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's there's probably ice around here on the ponds. All you need is a few nights under 10 for lows, and you can get up to two inches, but... Of course, I'll warn everybody. You need two inches of ice, and that's if that's if you're on like something without any current or springs. So don't be taking chances on bodies of water around here. Right, right. So I I, I don't think there's very many people who are going to go out on the ice in Louisville, Kentucky, necessarily. But the, that's that's for you guys in Wisconsin that that are okay sitting out and and weather like the 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 pat like the, the sorry the Bills had and the Chiefs had and. Pat McAfee saying that he heard yesterday that there are a couple Kansas City Chiefs players that had frostbite from last weekend's game. I don't know, man. I mean, I know these guys make a lot of money, but frostbite's something I'm not really willing to risk. I just reread while I was bored, while I was while I was sitting there uh, mystified by Buffalo postponing their game. I, I reread the Ice Bowl book I've got here, yeah, um, where it was 48 below and. Like the there, there are some things about that game that are that blow my mind. Like like there was a high school band that was supposed to uh, perform at halftime, um, but fourteen of the they, they had to cancel it because one of the one of the kids put his lips on yeah, the instrument story. and the, his, his lips came off, um, <laughs> oh. and like fourteen of them ended up having to be hospitalized. Like somebody died at that game from exposure. Do they really at Cincinnati? Had in the stands. Wow! Like when 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 Buffalo was running around going, oh, like this could be harmful to your health. Like you know, yeah. Like the re- the reason why the ice bowl is the most revered game to this day wasn't because it ended on a boring quarterback seat. It's because it was dangerous weather and nobody backed down and it was sold out. Right, and everybody was all in on it. Well, I, I think they would have played in Buffalo due to the cold. I think it was the game operation of the snow and getting people in and clearing out the stadium, and you know, like it, I just don't, you know, the the cameras wouldn't have even been able to film the game. Like nobody would have been able to watch it because it would have been unfilmable because of the blizzard conditions well, that, that was they a, had. That was there. a huge part of this book that I read. The the actual uh, the production. Uh, effort that it took to get that right. game on the air in in the cold with equipment working and stuff. But yeah, I see what you're saying. I heard yesterday that it was um, somebody did an interview uh, revealing that the issue in Buffalo was the police force that they they didn't have enough. Um, oh, really? Uh, members of the police force, sheriff's department, or whatever it was to to uh, attend to both the stadium issues they would have had to attend to and 
responding to the public you know, accidents and slide offs and stuff outside. Yeah, like what was going to actually need to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got you that have a lot sense. of game operations, police and personnel, medical personnel, but those same people need to be tending to people on the roads and different things like that. I think that, yeah. that was such a bad storm. I think it was the right move to move it, although I love a good snow game. I just think that that snow was so significant that it was like how are you going to operate in this and, and and you know forget playing the game or whatever but like how does the how does everybody get there and everything happen the way it needs to happen mm-hmm. in order for an NFL game to take place so i had no trouble with it and i actually kind of liked having two games on monday monday afternoon and night too i, I kind of like that I couldn't disagree with you more i think we were all cheated of an amazing opportunity <laughs> to see uh to see the be- like when they were when they are actually tweeting, like did you see that governor? Yeah, I loved uh, it when she was her tweet. Did you read the comments when she would say like, "Oh look, this is how it's snowing. It just wouldn't be a good day for football." No, I didn't see that. I didn't see those the comments. Oh, I didn't see those God. tweets. <laughs> it, by the hundreds, as fast as they could come in, like people were like, um, "I live right here by the stadium and." Uh, you are an embarrassment to our government. <laughs> <laughs> well, Buffalo, they're so uh, they love this type of thing. They really do. And there's been so many instances of uh, Bills fans like taking snowmobiles to like Bills ga- uh, players' houses and like getting them to the game so that they can play. And they're building a brand new stadium still outdoors. And in the, the era of everybody going to a dome, Buffalo's like, nope, we're going to build ours. It's still going to be outside. <laughs> it's like kind of wild. Okay, speaking of speaking of domes, see like. I used to be a Vikings fan until they went to a dome, right? Yeah. And, uh, of course, Detroit went to a dome 50 years ago. I was going to ask you, because you are the king of the Internet, Mark. Like, yeah. Have they identified the reporter that asked the dome? Oh, what, my the, God. The, the, that the, Todd Bowles uh, question. question of Tampa Bay. Oh, dome. my God. We played it yesterday, John, and, and I do think that she's been identified, but I don't know her name off the top of my head. And apparently – what happened in that particular and you might you might be able to relate to this a little bit but she works for a local news channel that has gutted their sports department there's like one person in the sports department and so she got sent to this to cover it for the channel but doesn't normally co- cover sports but damn you don't know the Detroit Lions don't play in a dope like so nobody else in the news department that knows anything about sports <laughs> you know uh I, I had heard that. I had heard that that was going to be the excuse. They sent a news person. Yes. And uh, that's that's no excuse, man. I like, agree. Okay. I agree. If that's the case, then you sit there and shut your mouth and take notes. Thank you. You don't ask the questions then. I see this like, every year, or I used to see this every year at the NSA tournament when we, when we would go, <laughs> before everything has happened here. You would always see news people that don't cover sports go to the NSA tournament and for whatever reason, John, those people always feel like they have to ask questions. I guess to justify why they're there, but it's annoying for sports people or basketball writers who have been covering basketball all year to have to endure those questions. And I think that's what happened here. I, I'm glad you brought that up because in the 20 year span where I was covering the NCAA tournament, uh, I was blown away, and sometimes I would actually even, in my live shots, I would talk about the dumb questions asked. However, it was my experience that the dumbest questions were asked by some of the leading, like, columnists, the newspaper columnists in the country. Huh. Like, you know what I mean? Like the guys who would, who would end up on uh, like PTI on or talk shows. Around the Horn or something? Like the the Rappaports of the world, or, yeah. or uh, who's the who's the guy with the white bushy mustache and white hair? You talking about Bob uh, Ryan? No, Bob Ryan uh, asked a dumb question one time. Yes, yes. And, so- and what I was what I was able to discern was that they would go into the NCAA tournament like, uh, and they would they would have a, a thesis for a column they're going to write. Mm-hmm. And, and they would only ask questions to try to get answers. They'd be like leading the witness, trying to get answers that upheld the thesis of their column they were about to write. Oh, it was, yeah. It was really bizarre uh, and terrible. I agree. And those, so those guys that you're talking about there uh, that are on Around the Horn and things like that, a lot of times they, they cover pro sports, but they dip in like a news reporter dips into college basketball and they don't know, they know about sports enough to kind of ask a 
semi-intelligent question, but it's odd because they're trying to fit something into what they're writing and they don't know enough about college basketball because this is the first time that they've covered college basketball this year. And so they, they're a little bit of fish out of water. Uh, and so I agree with you. I've seen that too. And, and it's it's really frustrating. Uh, and, you know, one of those national guys, it was funny, Mike Lupica, 2013 yep national championship game between louisville and michigan got ticked off that he was in the second row and he was going up and down the front row talking to this ncaa he goes he's not a front row guy he's not a front row guy he's not a front row guy and you know in his mike lupica voice or whatever and he actually protested and and sat out in the hallway and watched on a monitor because he didn't want to sit in the second row (laughs) oh my god that was his first college basketball game (laughs) of the year Dude, I remember the egos to the, the <laughs> being, being being around like the Wilbons of the world and and some of these guys. And it was it was the egos. It was really incredible, actually. It, it's wild, and you know, I think some of it is just be a big baby and see if somebody will, like will bend to your will or whatever. I guess that's maybe the thing. So, what do you got? Uh, what did you make of? And, and I got to talk to you about the story, the the ESPN Emmy story. What did you make of that? As a guy who's won a lot of regional Emmys, these are guys that they faked. Like they put like Kirk Herbstreet in as like some fake names in there so that Kirk yeah get a, like like a, a, an Emmy like Kirk uh, uh, Stone Street or something, something. It, it, they were yeah. really bad knockoffs on the real names yeah it was wild but like like I and I guess you know I don't I've never been up for an Emmy a, Emmy never won one but like what did you make of that entire thing and why would ESPN do I don't understand I guess I just don't okay, understand so the story. I, uh, I'll try not to get too in the weeds about this, but essentially, when you when you apply for Emmy Awards, there are, there are specific roles um, that people qualify for depending on the category. And like, um, for instance, you can you can win one as as like like an anchor or a host, but you can't win one at where uh, your your role is like, let's say, producer, if you're a producer. Ah. Producers can win some awards, and the talent can't, and vice versa. Gotcha. Does that make any sense? Yeah, so, okay. so if I'm producing a show, like if College Game Day wins an award, the producer and the production staff win the Emmy, but, uh, you know, uh, I guess Lee, Kirk Herbstreet and Lee Corso can't. The on-air correct, talent. Correct. Right. Correct. So what they were doing was they were trying to up their Emmy totals by also then cross-entering them in some of the categories, you know, where the talent uh, can't win, just the producers, let's say. Gotcha. And so that's how the, then they were entering the fake knockoff names to, to get them an Emmy in that category, too, is what they were doing. So they could get and, a trophy for their trophy case. Right, so they can get more. Yeah. Gotcha. So they can get more. And uh, so that's how they were doing it. And... Uh, it makes me wonder on the there's no way actually I was on the board for the for the regional Emmys here, the Ohio Valley one and uh from two thousand four to eight. And there's actually no way that, that would happen because everything's gotta be verified and and they would they would knock you out immediately with the wow. before the fake name could ever fly by. So that's that's kind of an indictment of, of the national Emmy system. And also some of the stuff happened years ago, like I'm I'm wondering why they did an audit so Many years later, they must have got a tip or a complaint, I guess. Yeah, they went way back and found them from 10, 10 years ago yeah. or longer. And yeah, and how big of a scandal or a scourge is this in the Emmy industry? Or is it, I mean, is it a no big deal? One story kind of goes in and out, or is it this a big deal? Away. Yeah. Mean, it kind of went away, didn't it? it? It wasn't as big as I thought it would be. So I guess nobody cares. Um, <laughs> just just make sure the just make sure the show is good, you know. And then people like, listen. Do you see the ratings for the Emmys were like the lowest on record this last time? It's I like, didn't even know they happened, but um, I'm not surprised. I mean, yeah, they, it's they just had it, and it was the low. I read it was the lowest on record, and uh, nobody cares about. The, there's a growing disenchantment with all the award shows, and uh, I, I think. Nobody cares anymore. So. The only one I really ever want to watch is the Grammys because it's like a it's like a concert, you know, it's like a concert right. with a with an award show or mm-hmm. something like that. I like the Grammys. The Oscars are fine, but I'd rather watch the movies. So you know, that's kind of where I am on that. And uh, you know, and there's so much to watch anymore with like on like of an Emmy production because there's so many different things that are eligible, like streaming and different things like that. Like like there's so many things that were up there for Emmys that I had no. I can't. I can't watch all this stuff. It's amazing. 
here's how it works in my life. Nobody ever comes up to me and says, uh, ever mentions Emmy totals or even really much about TV or really mentions much about the books I write. All I ever get these days is, I love you on the radio, man. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to get that, but, you know, we got to make sure you're a zaddy for uh, for derby season, you know? Like, you got to make sure you well, keep your not, zaddy status for Derby 150 coming up. That's not going to happen. And, uh, <laughs> and please don't send any photos to me while I'm working my butt off 14 hours a day for six days. Definitely going Stop to. Stop sending me photos of you with my wife partying up in the suite. I'm okay? definitely going to do that. If I encounter your wife this year like I did last year, we're going to take a selfie. We're going to show you how much fun we're having, and uh, and, <laughs> and it's going to just encourage you to retire early so that you can get up there with us next time. Well, that that actually may happen. But t- tell me the truth on uh, when my wife is up there on like the millionaire's row. Is she wild? Is she like crazy? Or is she reserved? They were having fun, man. Like they were having a good time. So so I had never met your wife before, but somebody said, "Hey, that's John Bowles' wife," and I actually went up to the wrong person and said, "Hey, I know your husband." She goes, and then she goes, "Well, I'm not married." So then so then she was kind of like. A little flirtatious, really, and so then she was like, "That's John Bull's wife," and so then it was like a party because you know it's Derby time. So then that whole then the whole table was having fun with the fact that uh, I thought that she was married to John Bull, but it was really your actual wife that was married to John Bull because I okay, never met your wait. wife before. So uh, uh, freeze the tape, freeze the tape right there. Did you pick out someone who was hotter than Brenda or not as hot as oh. <laughs> No comment. I did not pick up anybody. And uh, and I and honestly, I can't recall. I can't recall. I'm just wondering if your assumption, what level your assumption was at as to what my wife would look like. Hey, they were they were all uh, they were all in in great appear physical appearance. Absolutely, John. You know? Oh my god. Do, do you do you remember John? Me and you were at a dinner together at Boomba's one night, and uh, Tom was there. Yeah. Different ones, yeah. yeah. So I take my wife, and I'm like, listen, you know, it's just one of them swag things. I'm like, hey, babe, you want to go out to dinner? You know, look, you know, we walk in, Cowgill's there. I'm letting her meet. She's never met Tom, you know. The moment John Bull walks in, my wife's like, hey, is that is that John Bull? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. She's like, look, and, and literally fans herself. And I'm like, hey, dude, I'm right here, sitting yeah, right here, man. Yeah, like, John Bull, yeah, John's your girl. the man, dude. Yeah. John's the man. I was, yeah. was going to say, how disappointed was she? That, that, <laughs> That's fake news. I don't there, think she was Steve. disappointed <laughs> at all. I think your zaddy status remains. I think it's there. So anything you're working on with Wave 3, uh, Investigates, yeah. anything great you can tell yeah. us about? Yes, and I oh – God, I'm, I'm about a week – I can't tell you, man. I'm uh, – Okay. I, uh, one of the, I, I'm working on three things, and the best thing uh, that I'm working on, I can't quite tell you what the subject is. Uh, I, I can tell you probably next Thursday. Um, all right. Because I've got an important interview request in on it. But I, I will tease it this way by saying the best investigative reporting. I looked at something last night that got sent to me. The best investigative reporting in the last several years that I have seen is not by a television news station. I got sent something that an activist group uh, did oh. uh, and on, on the subject matter. And it, they had drones in the air. <laughs> undercover people on the ground, hidden cameras placed, and they busted one of our state agencies so badly uh, that I was blown away that I had to write a note to the guy last night saying this is better than any investigative reporting uh, that I've seen by a TV station in years, and and I'm going to be, and I got permission to use their stuff, so you're going to end up seeing what I'm talking about here soon, within about a week or week and a half when it airs, but I'm waiting on an important interview request. I will... um, I will tell you uh, one of the things I'm working on. Do you remember the the the, the last story I did on the issue of uh, the complaints about alleged patient dumping? Do you remember the last yes. story I did right before Christmas? The last story I did right before Christmas, uh, you may remember if you saw it, the the back half of the story was on a on a guy uh, that had been walked out of the hospital, removed from the hospital, and was on the street, and he was incoherent. And I called Wayside Mission, yeah, and they came, and the, and the guy refused to go in. Do you remember that? I do remember it. Yeah, I remember it. 
I found out that guy died of hypothermia. Oh my god! Wow, he died of hypothermia, and so I'm I'm using that um, as a uh, my vision on this is I'm using that on a uh, uh, exploratory story I'm going to do here on uh, what do we do as a community about you know we do we do a lot for the for the homeless that you know want to go into one of these pop-up shelters sure like we do it's cold right yeah yeah what do we do about the people who are not of sound mind and body enough and won't go in to make yeah to make decisions because they've got serious mental health issues yeah right? i mean there's an inquest process but you got to identify those people and get them in there uh it's it's whole like issue you got you got you to be able to have the authority to force them right 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 but but, but how do you do but, it yeah, but in Kentucky we don't, because to involuntarily hospitalize somebody, there are, are three criteria you have to um, adhere to at all times, and it's almost impossible to keep those three uh, criteria active. And so we almost always end up they almost always end up having to release the person back wow. out on the streets where they can then die. So anyway, I'm going to be looking into this, and um, but I just found that out, and that's that's one of the stories I'm working on right now. Okay, well, thank you so much for all of your great reporting and conversation that you in entertainment that you provide us. And uh, man, I really look forward to you know hearing more about all the stories and, and hearing about the one that you're with the drone footage. There's lots of good stuff coming over there on Wave Three from John Bowl. Appreciate all your help. Trust me, you're going to love the the investigative work somebody else did for once. Even even though I have been undercover investigating the same subject matter that is going to be in the story, um, it's going to be fantastic. And uh, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, Steve. Yeah. Uh, sorry about your Cowboys. And um, I have no explanation for what, what is going I do have an explanation for the Cowboys melting. It's because it's what they do. You could tell. <laughs> it's what they do. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> You could tell immediately in that game that Dak was throwing these noodle-armed lobs yeah. mistimed. Like, you knew something was off. Dak is done. Dak yeah. is done, done, done. Yeah. But he's. But I guess they I, can't get rid of him, so. There's no explanation for the Green Bay Packers except for the fact last Thursday I pointed out to you all, a healthy Aaron Jones makes all the difference and he's healthy. So, sure. watch out. Pack's going on a tear. All right, it's going to be a heck of a game on uh, what day are they playing? Saturday or Sunday? I'm going to get them all mixed up. But they got the Saturday night Saturday. time slot, and then the Sunday night game is that beautiful Buffalo Kansas City. Game. Oh, that's right, that's right. Cool. So, going to be a great weekend of football. We'll be watching it all, John. So, uh, all right. good luck over there at Wave Three, buddy. Thank you so much. All right, see you guys. See you, man. John Bull, Wave Three News, guys. And we're going to have all those games too. So we're going to have uh, we're going to have uh, the. the Sorry, on Saturday, 4.30, we're going to have the Ravens uh, back at home on, on Saturday as they host the Texans in the divisional round at 4.30. Pre-games at 4 o'clock, and the Ravens on 93.9 The Ville are presented by Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. We'll also have Niners Packers on both 93.9 The Ville and 680 and 105.7. We'll have the Lions and Bucks at 2.30 on 680 and 105.7, and then the Bills Chiefs on all the sticks uh, going over there. We'll have the Louisville Women's Basketball at North Carolina on Sunday as well, but before that, we'll have tonight on uh, we'll have Louisville versus Clemson uh, at Ref Valley. Uh, so they'll be down there six thirty on ninety three nine The Ville as well. So well, we'll continue to roll along. Steve Rummage and I we're going to talk some football yeah. on the other side. Cannot wait to talk football. There's actually a lot that we have to cover in a short amount of time. Yeah. So hopefully we'll, we'll probably have to dig into more of it on Friday as well. Sure. Especially this F A C C F S U stuff, but we'll touch on it as we roll along here on the Deaner Show on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville.